We know you're sitting at your desk right now and you want to get down to 30A. We encourage you to get down here and play more and stay at the play more. It's a cool house located in watercolor in the Lake District. It's four bedrooms, four baths, screen and porch with a fireplace. Each room has a balcony and it's only a one minute walk to the Western Lake Bridge. Watercolor is an awesome place to stay here on 30A. You can see the Playmore house at 38cottages.com right now. Get down here and see us. Live at Stinky's Bait Shack in Dune Allen Beach. It's the 30A Show, presented by 38cottages.com. 30A Radio celebrates the small town beach life we enjoy here along Florida's scenic Highway 30A. Here's your hosts, Corey Davis with 30A Radio and Laura Holloway from the Storyteller Agency. It's terrible! She has beautiful eyes and her hair smells like cinnamon! Hey, it's the 30A Show. Laura and Corey are back. And guess who we're not talking about this week in the Pompano Tournament? Not that Jerry Labakin. Oh, I didn't know if I could say it or not. Can we yeah. talk about Brett Peterson? Yeah, Brett Peterson. What about Colin Chow Chow Chow? Yeah, I like him. Chew. He's good. But Jerry, <laughs> Jerry's been leading the Pompano Tournament here at Stinky's Bay Shack for quite some time. I'm rooting for Daniel McMahon. Jerry thinks he's got it. I like the underdog. I, I, I can see that Jerry's probably walking in here every Friday, seeing what the stats yeah, are. And he just he's comes like, in here and makes sure. There's no four-pounders out there. No, not there yet. There will be. I predict there will be a four-pounder. 4.5. All right, 4.5. That's awesome. All right, uh, we've got a great guest today. We'll get to him in a minute. want to let everybody know about the Yolo Board Relay Series. It's happening uh, at the bay right there at the 331 bridge and it's brought to you by garden of life and it's the ninth annual and they've got a really cool announcer that's it's just worth going there to see the announcer guy that's been doing it for at least seven of these it's me and uh <laughs> their race dates are may 19th <laughs> and june 16th and july 21st they have three events and they're really really fun they've got a ton of great sponsors 38 sponsors at uh, 38 radios there um it's always a good time they've got kids races uh, integrated races, men and women, and then men and women, and it's a good time. It's not even very deep out there, so you can, you can get a uh, storyteller agency group to go out there, and you fall in, and it's like three, four foot of water. Perfect. So there's no drowning. It's infested by stingrays, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. I love the poster, though. It's a good poster. It's very collectible. I, I, I kind of recognize some of these people I in know. here. I know. Yeah, I see it. It kind of looks like Matt Wise. I don't know if you know Matt Wise, but it sure does look like Matt Wise. I wonder if I he got royalties like on the middle. <laughs> Anyways, but uh, uh, get out and support your local community board series. It's the original one here on the uh, Emerald Coast in 30A area. It's Yola Board. Uh, you can get boards right now. They're silly uh, for summer. You got to get your board. You got to get on a board. I know. Get out of that Chevy Silverado. <laughs> C71, C71 extended cab with mud yeah, tires. Get you off land and get you on the water uh, <laughs> and uh, get to our favorite place, Western Lake, which uh, is also photographed by one of the top photographers in the area. Uh, I think he wakes up and gets a photo of the Western Lake tree line uh, every day. Every day. He's made a living off Goals. of it. Oh, He's the biggest tree hugger in the area. It is Chandler <laughs> Williams, and he is this get, year's... Get away from that tree. <laughs> Quit hugging that tree and get over here. He's this year's 38 Hotspot Award winner for photography. Congratulations. Thank you, Corey. And that's exactly what I don't do in the mornings. Aw. <laughs> Coffee and a shot of trees. Good job. Dream so, uh, crushed. Chandler, uh, you won the award. How has it changed your life this year? It's pretty oh, awesome. Oh, drastically. <laughs> that's really cool. Uh, Chandler has a shop. He's over in Graydon Beach. And he's got actually two locations now. It's in within about 50 feet of each other, and you're expanding at a rapid pace. Uh, his art is really outstanding. you got to go see what he does with his camera. Uh, he puts it on metal and frames it in with natural wood uh, from 
old 200-year-old buildings that he tears down, and it's really cool. But it's uh, modusphotography.com. Chandler's always done a really good job uh, photographing pretty much anything around here. What's your favorite thing to photograph around here? Uh, anything around nature, water. Uh, yeah. You know, it's uh, anything a lot to do without people majority of the time. But, uh, yeah, a lot of landscapes. The paddle series race, I've shot that for many years whenever that got started. Yeah, absolutely. And he's a huge surfer. Uh, and you go all over the place, and I've seen some of your um, photography from going to South America. Is that right? Yeah, Central South America. I do a lot of travel. I have one of my clients actually locally here at the Appleseed Expeditions or a service learning expedition group. So I do a lot of their marketing efforts through photo and video um, internationally and domestically. So from Belize, South America, Central America, uh, cool. Pacific, uh, as well as we're looking to do Australia, New Zealand next year and keep growing with those guys. Uh, he told me the other day he was going to ride the biggest left in the world or something, and I thought he was just going to, like, the Arc de Triomphe and doing the <laughs> circle in Paris. But tell me about the biggest left in the world. Yeah, Where so you... the longest left-hand break in the world, it's one of the shots that I've taken in the gallery. It's in Chicama, Peru. Yeah. So it uh, breaks about a mile and a quarter. So the wave is actually, uh, I want to say it's about five minutes long, and wow. that may not seem a long time, but... When you're on a wave that long, you get pretty exhausted pretty quick. So for non-surfers, can you compare that to the wave at the end of the movie Point Break, just so that we have a reference? I assume you're referring to the original Point Break. Yeah, I've never even seen the new one. Okay, What's yeah, the point? Me neither. Yeah, yeah. terrible. Waste uh, of time. Yeah, that, that that one was kind of just a scary. It was yeah, that was just a, yeah, that was kind of storm, like the okay. Brody all in the Brody Yolo wave. Yeah. yeah. Um, Imagine a tidal wave going from Hawaii all the way to the states. That's kind of like how long this wave would be, right? Yeah. It's pretty long way. Yeah, pretty Whoa. long. Yeah. Mind blown. Close to yeah. it. Yeah. Mind blown. Imagine walking for five minutes. No. That's about what it is. Okay. That's yeah. terrible. That's <laughs> Come on, man. Get with it, you hooli. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Is that a right surfer term? Hooli? That's getting there. It's cooling. Yeah, yeah. It can be trending. What's think, the Hawaiian one for? What for Howleys? Howleys. There yeah. we go. What's a Howley? Yeah, I'll be in Hawaii, actually, the end of, uh, end of May again. Howley. That's my happy place. Yeah. Yeah. What was the kid's name from that movie? I don't know. Come on, the kid from the he was the mainland guy, and yeah, he was like, "You yeah. Howley, come on!" And Laird was in it. Come on, you yeah. know it. You watched it before you came here. Okay, what's it a Howley? <laughs> Someone tell me what a Howley is. He's from the mainland. It's like a kook. He's oh. a kook. Yeah, it's a slang term for, you know, those people. It's what it's oh. what he calls paddleboarders. Uh, okay. All right. You know, I just shot a uh, film down in Costa Rica. I can show you. Um, it was with the top nine stand-up paddle surfers. Yeah. And it'll seriously change your perspective on these guys that surf. Like, seriously just rip. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it makes you think twice about the surfing stand-up paddle. It's giving credibility to stand-up paddling, let's just say that. All right, Chandler, let's get into it. Uh, Modus Photography, uh, you guys have a website. You can check out all your stuff. Uh, you say you don't like shooting people no i'm just kidding it's yeah. you know landscape is my happy yeah. place that's why i love to be in the water you know we do tons of work with people individuals um you know but yeah landscape the the nature uh you know growing up here being uh, kind of a salty local as far as uh, waterways go and that's kind of where i'm passionate about so that's where my where i'm happy and uh enjoy shooting the most right that's so cool uh you can also see his truck driving around it's a nice black truck it says motor photography on it so Hire Chandler, trust me. <laughs> um, there's a lot of crazy things that have been going on on the beaches around here. and uh, Here we go. Yeah, I know. Uh, we're having our beers today for the show. Chandler it does not partake in the beverages. <laughs> so um, he's going to give us perspective of the craziness that's been happening. The sober on perspective. The sober perspective yes. of the beaches. 
uh, you know, being able to go behind places and stay on the beach and have your kids. But uh, recently I went to a festival here and got the perspective of not sober people. And they gave me their opinion of what they should be able to do on the right. beaches here. So let's take a listen to that real quick. And then we'll come back to channel. not sober people. <laughs> We're covering important topics here on 30A. We were talking about the beach access issues that we have going on. It's an ongoing thing. So what is your position on being able to go behind big condominiums or people's houses? Should you be able to? Uh, absolutely. There's laws put out so you can walk the beach. Um, condo owners have so much access and there should be areas where you can walk and it's, it's black and white. I mean, you shouldn't have to worry about anything but just going around the beach. I agree. What about cleaning up the beach? We pay taxes to clean those beaches, so we should be able to go back there, right? Absolutely. Thank you. We're talking about the issue of beach access along 30A. What is your position? Should we or should we not be able to go through the big high-rises on 30A? Absolutely. Open that beach up. That's it? We... we <laughs> Open that beach up. So we, uh, it's been hotly contested. Yes. They've been trying to close beaches off here and there. Uh, is, is that right? We pay taxes in the area, so we should be able to go on the beaches, right? Uh, yeah. There is nowhere else in the world that people that live on the beach own the beach itself. There is nowhere else in the world that that exists. It needs to be the same way here. That should be, I'm sorry, you buy a house on the beach, then you own to the sand, period. The rest, you're opening yourself up to having people on your beach. Now, granted, you don't necessarily want vendors setting up on your beach, but people are allowed to walk through there to to sit there if they choose to you have no you should have no right for a certain for a certain amount up to the water line i mean you should have no right to that Party call him a cab that's enough from you thank you <laughs> okay so that is the perspective of um Whoa. people that are on the other side of sobriety. I mean, so far beyond, <laughs> so far beyond sobriety. I don't so, even know where to start. Not to champion uh, Chandler, but he's not a drinker. So tell me, tell me what's going on in the yeah, beaches, Sean, Chandler. So this has came up, uh, obviously, a pretty strong topic lately, and uh, yeah. for me, it's pretty unique position because the uh, kind of a bipartisan. I'm able to work with a lot of different individuals, companies, and uh, have different perspectives, but. Really, the public-private thing is just the not even the tip of the iceberg. I think you know, as a as a property owner myself, you know, I can respect the property owners and having the rights as a property owner does. Um, so there's there's a lot to it. You know, there's a um, uh, you know the, the really the the question is what's the county going to do to to create a better community that allow actually public beach access, not not access, but public beaches. You know, being able to travel as much as I travel, and once again referencing Hawaii, uh, going there at the end of May, and I just randomly looked up how many public beach access are on the Seven uh, Mile Miracle, which is on the North Shore of Oahu, and they're everywhere. You know, because that's a community, that's what's been created, and that's the 
that's what hasn't been created here because of the county and the lack of the foresight to buy property, beachfront property, to allow beachgoers and uh, natives and non-natives from the tourism industry to be able to have enjoy the beaches. And um, so it's a really good argument, but really, I, in my perspective, it's you know it comes down to what the county is going to do next, and um, that's probably the most sober. I guess answer to give. That's pretty good. Uh, and like in that. Hawaii, uh, the good point about Hawaii's beach accesses and beach and breaks over there, you know, they've got a wolf pack or something that takes care of the area, right? So uh, it's kind of like, it's self-police, yeah, but we don't it do is. that around Yeah, here. it's very respectable. Yeah, I, w- I wish that, uh, you know, I'll corral Bobby Johnson one time and see if we can't create one, but I don't know how far yeah. that'll get. But tell me but tell me the difference. Uh, we have beaches here that are just as beautiful, if you ask me, and over there, that's sacred land to them. And over here it is for us too, but eh, we don't do that much about it well, sometimes, I think the right? Well, I think the Hawaiian Islands and the tradition is the fact is that they've embraced their traditional culture and they've uh, created rules and regulations that embraces that where um, not just Walton County, but Florida in general, you know, it's gone more on a sellout approach where there hasn't embraced the, the cultural heritage and now it's trying to kind of uh, hindsight mm-hmm. to, to retrofit that. And that's the difference of Hawaii and here, along with the reality of that you have, you know, 12-foot uh, tide swings. So nobody's bitching about the tide wet sand line. You actually have surf. You actually have tidal swings opposed to, you know, 0.7 feet, right. you know, which are <laughs> not even anything. So um, that gives more uh, leeway to these private property owners. Yeah, and I guess some people I've heard the argument that because of beach erosion, the originally the original property line was about twenty feet out into the water anyway, so it's all there still, right? Right. <laughs> it eroded, but it's, our yeah. line goes. Well, out kind of just want to you know just want to have a party right in the wet sand area just to, for kicks and giggles and see yeah, what happens. Beach erosion That's right. keeps up. I'm gonna have beachfront property here in like twenty years. That's Excited. right, Chandler. Where are we gonna be with five years past? Where, where's this gonna be? Do you think? I don't know. That's a tough uh, decision right now, but uh, the county has to step up to the plate and either uh, buy some public property and make it happen or, you know, right the, the, right the wrong or the oversight or it's really, um, I think there's going to be, um, hopefully in the progress of good nature, be able to uh, have more beach accesses for the people that are already here, you know. Where are you going to put them on 30A? I mean, where, where, would, where would... I don't know. That's a great question. You know, that's another question that I don't know um, has even been answered is, is there been feasibility studies been done to account for how many people that are still being the development approvals that go into the 30A alone? I don't think there's any numbers, stats no. done that, you know, for the um, crowded beaches and everything, so... I think there's stats for how many people eat hamburgers here. I'm sure they might have something like that, right? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. They got to have them. There's got to be somewhere. Go ahead. I was just going to say it's all a mess. It's all a mess. Yeah. Uh, so, I, unfortunately, we do a segment with Laura. Um, she has a series of questions. And we call it Release the Laura, and it starts right now. And I, I know what the first question is. Uh-oh. I did not know about this. This is not in our contract. Laura. Um, your favorite thing to photograph is landscapes. What is your absolute least favorite thing that maybe people ask you to take pictures of? What do you hate to take pictures of? PG-13, please. <laughs> yeah, probably feet. Yeah, yeah, feet, definitely. I don't know. I don't know if I really have any. I hate anything to shoot. I think for me, it's I've, uh, you know, shooting is kind of how some people relate to TV. I don't watch a whole lot of TV, but people kind of zone out and watch TV for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. So that's, I don't really hate anything shooting. That's kind of a creative, like, mental release for me to shoot. Okay. 
so I don't really hate anything, I guess. Okay. No hate. No hating so. anything. Um, what is your favorite concert you've Peace, ever not been war. to? <laughs> <laughs> Best concert you've ever been to? Best concert? Oh, definitely Vanilla Ice, for sure. Oh, my God. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen <laughs> The Ridiculous Six with Adam Sandler? He doesn't watch no. anything. Okay. Did you not just hear his question? He, he plays with his camera all the time. Okay, just, just Google. Google. Vanilla Ice makes an appearance in that oh. movie for 10 minutes as Mark Twain, and it's worth it. All right. So just give it a Google. Mark Twain okay. in Ridiculous Six. And what, what's Google again? Yeah. We'll talk later. Okay. He'll talk to you in about 20 years and be like, what was that movie? I was going to watch it. Um, what's the first camera you ever shot with? Uh, Canon AE-1. Come it's on, not Instamatic or Polaroid? Why do you think there has been a decline? Which I know the technical reason behind this, but it's really even hard to find these anymore. But disposable cameras. It used to be such a fun thing to pick up a disposable camera and shoot ridiculous things for a day. Yeah, but I mean. Cost. I know. Digital's ruined and made better many things. But disposable camera. When's the last time you used one? If oh, ever. Man. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, probably, I used to develop film at Eckerd's back in the day on <laughs> L98. So awesome. probably like 98, 99, maybe 2000, 2001. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if anybody could wander in here right now and sit down and have a burger and some fries and a soda with you, who would you want it to be? Uh, probably Shane Dorian. Okay. Yeah, he's one of my uh, top five characters. And who is Shane Dorian? He's a professional surfer, okay. Hawaii-based cool. uh, professional surfer, but quite the uh, athlete and well-rounded individual. Do you have more than one surfboard? <laughs> yes. Um, what is your favorite surfboard's name? Uh, I've never really named my boards. Come yeah. on. The Ripper? No. <laughs> Javelin. Uh, yeah, never, never named them. Death Slice. <laughs> In the movie Point Break, do you think that Brody's hair was unnaturally highlighted? I think Brody was all natural, and you just have to accept <laughs> it or, or move on. Thank God. Yes, I agree. Um, I can't think of anything else. That's are, two point breaks, by the way. Just to let you know. I know. I'm going to try to work in a third before we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working it in. Um, what's your favorite thing to do on 30A? If you had the whole day free and no obligations, what would you oh, do? Oh, yeah, sure. And that's who it. would you want to do it with? Um... Probably my boys. I have uh, twin boys that are eight years old and a four-year-old boy. My family, they're a lot of fun. They're all outdoorsy. So I'd probably just do a full day of, uh, I mean, a, just a full out day from the bike trail. So a day at the beach, paddle boarding to, you know, a little bit of surf, a little small surf they can enjoy to a little free dive. Cool. And um, yeah, just kind of wrap it up at the beach uh, sunset. So it's, uh, Do you take your kids trick-or-treating? Yes, we do. What's the coolest thing you've ever dressed the twins up as for Halloween? Shane oh. Dorian. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the twins from The Shining. Yeah, that's a good question for my wife, but I think a good one. They did uh, Peter Pan and Captain Hook. It's probably a pretty uh, pretty good, not so, like, costumey, you know, but more soulful. I think this year Cooper is going to be um, Finn and Chloe is going to be Ray. From Star Wars, the how old are your twins? Oh, okay, seven. Yeah, they're they're thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to Comic Con together. <laughs> oh god, that's that's cool. Uh, we're at Stinky's Bait Shack, which is next to Stinky's Fish Camp, and you can find them online stinkysfishcamp.com. They have beer over here at the Bait Shack that uh, is very cold all the time. They also have a full Bait Shack 
and we encourage you guys to come over here and check it out if you want to go fishing at Fort Panic. Uh, where, where do you like paddling with the kids here on 30A? Or surfing? Uh, yeah, we Grayton Beach is kind of the... Well, really, it's the only public beach access there is. So, uh, but Bring it does, it you know, yeah. it does it does make me smile. The, uh, actually, this past uh, weekend, uh, out at the beach, and you kind of look around, and you're like, you know, these guys all have the majority of people have the grandfathered and beach permits, with the whole all the stuff going on. It kind of just makes you smile and say, you know what, these are my people, and yeah. uh, you know, Grayton Beach is where I beach at. So, yeah, Grayton Beach would be it. Yeah. There in uh, Blue Mountain Beach, but Blue Mountain Beach more for just kind of surfing. But yeah, just Grayton Beach mainly. Too many freaking stairs at Blue Mountain Beach. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the a, stairs aren't bad on the way down. Such a workout getting down the there. The stairs aren't bad on the way down. It's the way up, and you're like, oh dear lord, no more stairs. Yeah, the mountain. There is a mountain in there. There is a big mountain. Yeah, yeah. just the one, just the big blue one. That's so cool. So if people want to get in touch with you, Chandler, to be able to book you for photo shoots for family outings, uh, foot. Uh, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> My feet foot, fetish. Foot, foot fetish photography. <laughs> foot photography. Uh, yeah. If they're uh, they're here locally, definitely stop by the gallery. It's over by uh, Hurricane Oyster Bar off of Logan Lane. It's right there. You'll see a big art sign and all of our stuff sprawled outside. And then tell course, everybody about your uh, art. We really didn't get into it. Uh, your art is on display there. Uh, yeah. So I do a, a lot of my photography based on different mediums. I got into um, putting them on different mediums quite a few years ago, along with tying in um, locally reclaimed wood for the frame. So you're taking a little piece of history home with you. And uh, on different mediums like brush, brushed aluminum, metal, different grains of wood, um, as well as Fujifilm prints. I'm actually about to release my limited edition series in the t- upper portion of the gallery. And we do $15 entry pieces up to custom sizes, you know, 10 grand up. So um, it's all photography based. I can't paint stick figures or draw stick figures. So <laughs> uh, photography, it's all, uh, it's all there. So. Yeah, it's right by Hurricane Oyster Bar, and they can, you can uh, contact me at, uh, at Modus Photo on Instagram or uh, Modus Photo at Gmail or ModusPhotography.com. Very cool. Well, we're going to talk to you as this whole beach thing keeps going on. Uh, let's, let's get into a little bit of the, uh, our responsibility as locals for the local beaches here. What can you tell people that go to the beach here if you're a local? couple rules to live by when you hit our beaches well you know one thing that really that i've that i've this whole thing's kind of stirred a little uh stirred me up a little bit but really it's frustrated me on the environmental level and doing as much work as i've been able to do with uh, and i'm just starting to work a lot with the cba and south Walton community council and uh, we do a lot of work with the south Walton turtle association as I would say, you know, first try to educate your kids. I mean, if you go to the beach, you see plastic, pick it up. I mean, there's so many animals and marine life that die consistently because of the lack of, uh, because our laziness on, on plastics. I mean, plastics alone. And, you know, I use plastics. I use a lot of stuff. And um, Corey's about to dunk his plastic no, no. pen. I was leading into the next one, which um, I thought was a really cool idea. Go ahead. Keep going. So, um, I want you to forget it. Yeah, so I would say just educate your kids and, you know, be an active part. There's a little bit to do and, uh, you know, something I'm going to try to do this next year. And if anybody's out there want to help help me head this up is uh, a, a adopt a beach program. You know, the once a week cleanups, whether it be through Surfrider or through the county, it's just kind of a joke. I mean, for all those who have been to the beach and seen all the trash and, uh, and honestly, some of this, this trash is worse on the private resort beaches. Um, Except for Seaside, Larry does a phenomenal job cleaning that place up. So um, I would say educate and, you know, try to be active. And for the restaurant business owners, there's a little stuff you can do. Black straws is a big help. And, uh, 
you know, just a little bit. And that really is everybody can make a little difference and, and then kind I love of the idea of Adopt a Beach program. Yeah. So. Count me in for that. Absolutely. Thanks. All right. Good job, Chandler. He is the award winner for the 30A Hotspot Awards. And uh, you got to go by Graydon Beach and see his place. If you can find Hurricane Oyster Bar, he's right back behind there. He's a miserable person to hang out with. He's never <laughs> smiling. And uh, we appreciate Wretched. you. One of our great locals here on 38. Thanks a lot, Chandler. Yeah, you're welcome. Anytime. Thank you. Perfect. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. That was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Catch the 30A Show, Fridays, 7 a.m., Sundays, 10 a.m. and 6 p.m., or via podcast on 30a.com. Inside our free 30A app for iPhone and Android, iTunes podcast app, and on Apple TV.